0: Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to HeartBlend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you. And today we are focusing on love and frequency. And of course, you know, I had to cover this being that we are HeartBlend Love Tribe. (laughs) So I definitely wanted to dive into this with you. So we'll be covering just a wide range of information when it comes to relationships and love and frequency and all the good stuff. And hopefully this can bring some clarification or maybe a new perspective for you in whatever position you are in your life when it comes to love in general. Okay. So first things first, first. If you listen to the emotions and frequency episode, then we should have the understanding that love is support of wholeness, right? The higher the emotion, the higher the frequency, the closer to the soul, which is in the highest vibration, which is connected to God in all things. Love is the energy to support keeping that energy whole. Okay, so when you ask someone what is your definition of love, that's going to be a wide range of answers. Some may say it's protection, some may say it is care and nurturing, some may say it's how you treat me, some may say it's admiration and appreciation, some say it's gratitude, some say it's power. You know, we all have different definitions of love, but that true definition is truly the support of wholeness from within. And when I say that, sometimes it can be difficult to really process what that means. But to love someone means to support them body, mind, and spirit. And sometimes, depending on where you are in your life, love to you can feel painful, right? Love can feel painful sometimes, but it's all in your highest good to get you back into the space of your true alignment with your soul. So once I dive into this a little bit further, I'm sure you're going to realize how truly loved you really have been this whole time. So the first thing that I want to cover is just love in general and how every time that we are presented with someone that is different than us or perceived as different than us, we are called to love deeper, right? So whenever you see someone that looks different than you, that is an opportunity to love them past that illusion of difference, past that illusion of separateness. And so we see a lot of times people that struggle to love others that look different or look beyond a certain way of what they picture in their mind of acceptance. We know that in that space, they are trapped in an illusion of focusing on the separation, which is the complete opposite of love because it is the opposite of wholeness, right? So you have that opportunity, you have that choice to make every time you're presented with someone that looks different than you, are you going to accept them as they are? Or are you going to reject them? Right? And so you may think, no, you know, I don't have a problem with that. People look different than me. I welcome it. I embrace it. I love it. It's, I don't even see it as an issue. Right? But what about when someone thinks differently than you? That's a big one, right? When someone thinks, Thinks differently than you do. Can you still love them past their thoughts, past their minds? Or are you then trapped in the illusion of thinking that you're better than them or they're better than you? Or, you know, maybe the difference between the thoughts are just so different that you feel like you cannot connect. But in actuality, if you were to take that step into acceptance and supporting wholeness within the connection, and if you were to dive in a little deeper, ask a little more questions, why do you think that way? Why do you feel that way? You may find some resonance that's there at the very bare minimum answer. At the end of the day, what does each person want? Maybe They take that thought pattern or they think that way because it gives them some level of acceptance for themselves, or maybe it makes them feel more grounded, or maybe it helps them to feel more free or secure or whatever. At the end of the day, a lot of times we are all looking for the same thing, but because we can get trapped in our identities, our egos, and more of the mind versus the soul, we fall into that illusion of thinking that someone is just so, so different than us, right? And I bring this up because every interaction that you have with another person, right? Those souls are always going to be communicating with each other. And I know that depending on where you are in your mind or on your journey and what your belief system is, that can seem really odd, right? But we are all magnetic. We are all vibrational. So if you have someone that's coming into your life, there is some type of resonance that's there. There's something within your souls that knows what's in the minds of each other and what lesson or what understanding or teaching can each soul provide for one another, right? How can we get back into closer to ourselves? And sometimes that looks like arguments. Sometimes that looks like butting heads. Sometimes that looks like someone is, you know, pushing you away because of whatever reason, but it's pushing you closer to seek yourself, right? Closer to getting into alignment with yourself? How many times have you had a discussion with someone and you're like, oh my gosh, these people are whatever, right? But as you continue to process through that understanding, you gain a new perspective, you evolve, you grow, and you get closer and closer to yourself. It's oftentimes the illusion of thinking that someone is just giving you everything. Like think about when a child is only fed candy, when a child is only fed the unhealthiest things and it's really breaking down their body. But to a child, that feels like love because they're just getting all these good things. Sometimes love doesn't always look or feel like that. It needs to support wholeness within both people. And so a lot of times we have all of these misconceptions and misunderstandings and we have to unlearn a lot of the things that we've been taught as we've been brought up, right? And so as those different people come into your life, you may find a common theme between you and another or you and a group of people. And as you continue to evolve and to progress and to shift and to learn new things, you may find that those connections either get stronger or they get weaker. And as they get weaker, there's no longer a need to continue that relationship further. Oftentimes, you can heal a lot of misunderstandings or just ways of thinking within yourself. And you don't even need the other person present. And sometimes it just seems like they just drift away. They just move away from your life entirely. And it feels weird because in the physical reality of seeing things, it's like, well, where did they go? Like, what happened? You know, but on a soul level, that energy, that frequency between you is just so vastly different now. Not the minds, right? The minds can be different. The physical bodies can be different. But when the souls no longer resonate with each other and they're not coming together or magnetizing towards each other. You're no longer in each other's presence or reality in any shape or form. There's no need to continue to carry that soul connection with you as you progress through your journey in life. And so sometimes we have a hard time truly understanding why connections leave us or you know, why people go a different route. And it's just because we all have to continue to evolve and to progress. And so when we are still trapped in that illusion of thinking that we're separate or, you know, oh, you know, we're not connected anymore. We'll always be connected to each other because we are all divinely connected. But as far as that other person needing to be a part of your life to continue to teach you something. Sometimes that's all that their soul can give you at that time. And it's time for them to teach someone else or for them to learn from someone else. And same for you. So we have to start reframing our minds and the way that we view breakups or view you know, how we become disconnected to others and know that sometimes we cannot always continue those relationships forward, that they do have a shelf life. Some of them, some of them have these long lasting uh, teachings for each other, right? And so when we feel that attraction, when we feel pulled or drawn to each other, again, the soul knows everything. The soul is that divine intelligence. There is nothing that the soul does not know. The soul has all the deeper wisdom, but the mind is very limited. And so the soul is always bringing you to some new experience or some new person to be break down what's going on in the mind to get you closer and closer to that soul. Okay, so I just wanted to bring that up because a lot of times we struggle with that when it comes to relating to others. But know that even if it's short-lived, even if it's just for a couple of weeks, that that person has filled their purpose in your life. And you have done the same for them. And now it's time to move on to another. So we cannot get trapped in feeling like we're losing something and trying to hold on to something that really is no longer serving us, right? We have to learn to let go. And sometimes when we don't let go consciously, when we just feel like we can't get that deep understanding in our minds of why we have to let go, we just can't see past it. That's when that divine intervention comes in. New people come in. Uh, Things change, right? Drastic changes happen because we are so fixated on doing things our way from a mental space. But your soul again knows all. And it knows this isn't it. And we've tried to show you. We've tried to give you signs. But you still want to hold on. Now it's time for a divine intervention. So we always have that support from God, our soul, our soul universe, divine creation, all of it. We have that full support in pushing us further. And it's almost like the soul will will try its best to allow for you to figure it out from a mental space as much as possible. But when we continue to not let go and to just be at one with our soul, when we continue to resist that soul's like, all right, time's up. We have way more things we've got to move towards. We're shifting this whole thing. And so sometimes life just pushes you into new directions and you're like, why did this happen? Where did this come from? Focus on where you have not been able to let go in some areas of your life. And that's the answer to your question. Okay. We only want the best for ourselves. The soul wants the best for you. Doesn't want you to suffer. Definitely don't want us to suffer. So going back to, you know, this connection and and the vibration that we have with other individuals sometimes we struggle because we're like okay I'm very accepting of others I'm there for other people I listen to them I offer my love I don't judge them you know I'm loving them unconditionally but for some reason I cannot get that back I cannot receive that back from someone else why is that you know why can't someone love me the way I'm loving them right And in that moment, what is happening is that those other beings are still loving you by pushing you to love yourself deeper. So we have that opportunity to love others deeper, but we also receive these opportunities to love ourselves deeper. To nurture ourselves, to protect ourselves, to stand up for ourselves, to set better boundaries, right? To have that forgiveness for ourselves, to have compassion for ourselves, right? To know when it's time to pull back and to say, hey, let's focus on this, to have discipline with ourselves. Whatever is necessary to keep us whole, body, mind, and spirit, that's the direction that we need to take. And we have people that come into our lives. And it feels crazy, right? Sometimes it feels toxic. The more we don't let go, right? The more we don't choose ourselves at times. We are pushed further and further and further. It's almost like the other individuals, like, I'm treating you as bad as I can. Can you please stand up for yourself? (laughs) Can you please love yourself more, right? So on a soul-based level, we are always loved, It just depends on where we are in our lives and how separate we feel from our body, from our mind, from our soul. But we are always supported from a higher space to push us into wholeness with ourselves and to have that divine wholeness with all around us, right? Okay. So now I want to shift focus a little bit more because I know that a lot of us have on our minds like that special person, that one, right? And that one is so, so important because those relationships that we build on a romantic basis with others really open us up on such a deeper level. When we're in this space of building these strong relationships on a more romantic level, we are faced with that position of vulnerability. When we're vulnerable, we have to trust, right? And so if we've been very closed off in our heart space, it can feel very scary and challenging to really open up in that way. Even if the person is treating us so well, depending on what we've been through, our emotional wounds or whatever, it can just feel really hard to accept that at times. So when we are presented with someone That we have that strong attraction to. Now I want to dive into this a little bit more. When we feel a strong attraction to someone. We just feel like, whoa, I just can't stop being around this person or thinking about this person or whatever. There is a very high amount of frequency between you two, right? Between you and that other person where your frequencies are very, very, very similar. And so you're being drawn towards each other like a magnet. And so it's almost like your soul recognizes itself in another, right? And so as you come together, you just see yourself mirrored, right? And to be able to love someone else, that is your energy, but in another being, in another body, helps you to love and accept yourself even more, right? To really deeply connect and to help you to really break through those barriers that are keeping you from connection. Because as we know, connection is that highest frequency, the highest vibration. So a lot of times what we're seeking, right? You know, you're seeking, you're like, oh, like I met this person and eh, didn't feel it and eh, no chemistry eh? no passion. When you're seeking that other individual, oftentimes you're seeking yourself, but in another person, and it's not coming from a mental space. That's where we get tripped up. Like you're not really seeking your same personality. You're not seeking the same thought pattern, not seeking the same, you know, lifestyle or personality, so to speak. But you're seeking that soul energy, that vibration that feels like home to you, to feel like you're coming home, completely resets you back into that wholeness within yourself. Again, body, mind, spirit. So when you're presented with someone, oftentimes they're going to be very different than you because it's going to help you to push through a lot of those barriers of feeling so guarded and limited and just stuck and trapped within yourself. Which brings me to my next point when it comes to self-love. Self-love is so, so important. And you know that I stand by self-love, but self-love can only go but so far when you are alone, right? So, Yes, we have to get to the space of self-love, of accepting ourselves, of supporting ourselves in a healthy way of building that healthy connection so that we can be able to transfer that outwardly into the rest of our relationships. But it is not meant for us to stay stuck in that space of only just focusing on ourselves. We are designed to move to a space of source, but oftentimes we struggle with that because We've been in this space of victimhood for so long, right? So when you come together with another person, it's important for you to share that love, right? And sometimes it's not always the right person. I know you may be hearing me and say, you know what? I've met a lot of people that felt like home. A lot of people that felt like they were the one, right? And As we continue to evolve, we're gonna experience that because we're all at different levels in our journey. So yes, you may meet someone that always feels like they are that perfect person for you. And as you grow and evolve and you shift, things change. But it does not negate the fact that at that time in your life, that was the right person for you because it really did open you up, shift you, and move you into becoming closer to yourself. And what's so beautiful about love is that we have the physical attraction. That's great, right? Physical attraction is always awesome. But when we have the mental attraction and the spiritual attraction, when we feel like we're learning from someone, when we feel like someone is adding value to our lives, and we can add value to their life. And when you feel like you don't have to prove anything, when you feel like you don't have to alter yourself in order to be accepted, when you can be loved past your own limitations and when you can love someone past their limitations, that's the only space of when it's true love. When it's true, right? You can be in whatever state you're in and trust and know that you are still divinely loved. That that person is not trying to control you, not trying to possess you out of fear, right? A lot of times we confuse fear with love. We do. Because oftentimes when we feel that excitement and that energy, we get that adrenaline, right? We get that adrenaline rush sometimes when we're around someone when it feels almost like this strong animalistic chemistry, where you just cannot stay away from each other, but not in a loving, gentle way, but it just feels like this aggressive sexual energy. When it's strong like that, oftentimes there's a lot of fear that's present in that energy. When you feel like you cannot relax, when you feel like you can't be calm, but it's just this very aggressive sexual energy that's there. It's almost like your adrenaline from your adrenal glands. Now, keep in mind your adrenal glands are very much near your reproductive area. So you feel that movement, that chemistry that's there. But oftentimes you find that it can be so toxic or feel toxic or feel like, you know, someone is not treating you right or you're not treating them right or you just feel triggered in all of these unhealthy ways. And it's not to say that the right person that you're with is not going to trigger you. We all have triggers, right? We all have come into this world of experiencing, feeling like we are separate. And in that, we're going to experience pain, suffering, and all these different things, right? But when you feel triggered by someone and you feel alone in that trigger and you feel like, you know, you're overreacting and you're not progressing, you're not moving forward, you're not healing. Oftentimes it's it's the energy that is so strong that's meant to really shake you into really choosing you so that you can move closer to that right individual that feels like home to you. Another thing to keep in mind is that you're doing it to each other. It's not one-sided. Whatever is the feeling you have within yourself about that other individual, a lot of times that other individual is feeling the same way and you're mirroring each other, but you're acting out in different ways. So I wanted to make that point clear is that when you're feeling heavy fear with another person, that is that opportunity for you to step back, look past that illusion and try to get the clarity upon things when it comes to love with this other individual. Right? And sometimes we struggle because the emotions are high, the feelings are strong, and we don't know which direction to choose. But if we can get to a space of clarity and letting that water settle so that we we can come into alignment with ourselves, and as you really sift through, what is this other individual teaching me? What did I experience with this other individual? Go through that process with yourself. And that will give you more information on what direction to take. But moving back to the space of true love and true romance, when you connect with this person and just physically kissing that other individual, your body tells you a lot of information. The body is so, so intelligent, especially when it comes to choosing that other individual. When you can kiss that person and you don't feel this rejection within your body, Right. Have you ever had that where you kiss someone and you're just like, yeah, (laughs) like, (laughs) oh, it just doesn't feel right. Right. You just feel like you just want to spit it out. Like your body's rejecting that other individual. You might even get sick after kissing them. That is the body being very intelligent, telling you this is not it. We don't feel this right. Our bodies are not connecting in this way. But When you do kiss the right person, it fires off all of these amazing endorphins and just these fiery edges in your brain that truly, truly heals you. Honestly, like your brain creates this cocktail of oxytocin, of dopamine, of serotonin, all in one. And you get to the space of feeling ecstasy and euphoria. These very high emotions and high vibrations. Love and that physical connection truly has that power to heal you. To be able to release those high emotions. Know you feel high? Again, the brain holds Every single emotion that you could ever need, it's already there. There is no external substance that you absolutely have to have in order to feel high or feel euphoria or feel ecstasy. You just need the right situations and to follow where your spirit is calling you and to not allow fear to bring upon those illusions of disconnection. And sometimes we're so afraid to lose something, we're so afraid that we're going to love it, we're going to connect. And in that we can experience that fear, like it's too good to be true, or this won't last long, or it's going to be taken away. And that really creates this lower vibration that pushes the other individual away. And so with that, in order to really overcome that feeling of that anxious attachment of feeling that clinginess of trying to hold on to someone or even feeling that avoidance of feeling like whoa like I feel so strong around this person I feel vulnerable around this person but it makes me feel uncomfortable because I feel like I'm going to lose myself so I avoid it either or it's unhealthy and that's when we have to get to that space of true wholeness within ourselves. I know you're hearing me saying this a lot, but we do. We have to connect with ourselves because that's when we gain that deeper understanding of life and love in general. And in that, we have a deeper understanding to know that we are all connected. There's no need to possess. There's no need to control the outcome. There's no need to hold on. There's no need to avoid. We just allow ourselves to be. We allow for the other individual to be. It's almost like the example of picking a flower, right? We love the flower so much that when we pick it off, we want to just enjoy it and to have it and to hold it, but it's only going to die in the space of possession, But when we leave that flower where it is to thrive and to receive its nutrients and to be its most beautiful form, and we just embrace it, we love it, we can go smell it, we can talk to it, we can touch it, we can nurture it, we can feed it, we can water it. When we're in that space is when we are truly in the space of love. But being in that space of trying to possess it or being obsessive over it or trying to control it or own it, that's not love. And that's where a lot of people are. They want to possess. They want to own. You cannot own anything. That is an illusion. You cannot own another person. You cannot own another soul. You can't. We are all connected, right? So we have to get to that space of true acceptance and to allow things to be Know that every individual has their own journey in life. And if those souls are meant to connect, to serve that highest purpose between each other, then that's such a beautiful experience to cherish and to be grateful for. But it's not something that is meant to own or possess. And when we get to that space, we start to actually break down the other individual. In their body and their mind, we cannot break down their soul, but breaking down their body and their mind to where they become disconnected from themselves. When we're in the space of trying to manipulate them or control them or possess them, we pull them away from their true form. And in that, that's not love. That's not in the highest frequency. We're contributing to separation within another individual and within ourselves. The next piece that I want to cover is when we move into a space of how magnetic and magical we are and how we create new life, right? We create new life out of the space of love, out of that space of passion, out of that space of those high emotions. And I know, I know sometimes it's not always working out that way. Sometimes, you know, we bring life in. Nonetheless, is it you know, less beautiful? But when we are in this space of true love and that high energy and we come together, we have our own energetic supernovas. Remember how I mentioned the first episode that in order for our hearts to beat, to have that iron in our system, Iron is an element that came from a star that exploded and landed here on this earth. So we are divinely connected to all things in that sense. But we have our own supernova when we have those two energies that come together in that sexual chemistry and experience that high, high frequency and high vibration of orgasm between each other creates new life. You already know you came from a high frequency between two individuals, right? And as children come in, anyone that comes into physical form is brought into a space of healing any limitations when it comes to wholeness. So you being in your physical form, you being in this space are brought into a position to heal generational traumas all of that you are presented with that opportunity because we always take on our karma and sins of our parents of our ancestors of our family members and that's why connection is so important because when you're with the right individual you're going to have a big piece of a puzzle that they need and they're going to have a big piece of a puzzle that you need and as those minds and souls come together. They fit together like a puzzle piece, healing a lot of generational trauma. Something that is almost impossible that one can do on their own, where it's natural in the other individual and you come together, helps to create that wholeness within, healing that trauma and producing new generations that no longer have to feel the pain of that trauma any longer. But they may have some new karma that maybe your soul or mind did not get a chance to heal. Whatever that is, it can look like, you know, um, feeling abundant, feeling accepted, feeling confident, it could be anything, whatever you struggle with, within your own life lessons can become that karma for that next generation of your children to heal. So as each generation progresses, they get closer and closer and closer and closer to their intended state, body, mind, spirit. And sometimes this takes centuries to get to this space, right? Think about where we were like 300 years ago. We've come a lot closer to oneness, but we're still nowhere near that true oneness of where we need to be. But we're a lot closer of acceptance, aren't we? But I have to remind us that we have to get to the space of acceptance within ourselves. Sometimes we accept things that don't need to necessarily need to be accepted, right? Because we're just accepting, right? But, but how can we get to a space of not just accepting, but healing? Providing healing for each other to get to wholeness within themselves, that's really what it's about. And so when you have children, they also provide you with karma as well. And you heal that through that parenting journey. So everything, every interaction is designed to bring you into that space of wholeness within yourself, within your family, within your communities, within the world, within your relationships, everything is designed for you to love deeper. So think of relationships as a form of expansion designed for you to grow and to evolve and to heal. Not for you to get something out of someone else or take advantage of them or to own them or to demand what you want from another individual. And if they don't meet those requirements, then You don't love them, right? That's very conditional love. It's very limited. That's not true love. That's just, I don't know what that is. But a lot of times we come from that space when we don't love or accept ourselves in wholeness. We are not here to put all this responsibility on another person, to be dependent on another person, to be codependent. We are designed to be independent within ourselves, but to come together to serve each other in a higher way to bring your strengths towards each other's lives and to add value in ways that one cannot do on their own. It is a matter of having that balance within, to flow with each other, to do this song and dance of natural progression within each other, to continue to evolve, to not hold on to things that no longer serve you or people that no longer serve you, to not hold on to things that are not for your highest good, that are not going to evolve you. Sometimes people just, other individuals just cannot provide you exactly what you need on your journey, but your soul knows exactly what you need on your journey and your soul will work to attract and magnetize you to the right people. All you have to do is trust it. But in order to trust and to allow for someone new, or the right individuals to come in your life, or to come back in your life, you must let go. You must release the things that you know is going nowhere. If there's no movement, if there's no progression, if it's just not Progressing forward or expanding, if you're not growing, if you feel stuck, if you feel like you're regressing when you're with this other individual, if you feel like you're going backwards with this other individual, that is the wrong direction. We have to let it go. And if we don't let it go, the soul will make sure that we do at some point. Okay. All right. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode on love and frequency and just understand that we are truly divinely loved and how our souls really have our best interests at heart. And it is through our vibration, our magnetism, our frequencies that draws us in to these experiences of relationships with other individuals. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Definitely stay tuned for more as we are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Blend Podcast.